we are back for another episode of Too Many Men. Tony Pickenage, Zach Riley, Tyler Dyes, Tom. Tom does not have a microphone. So My he, mic is unplugged. <laughs> Tom never has We a don't microphone. have a port for yours, yeah. so you're at shit out of luck. Uh, we have a slew of topics to get to. Zach, yep. you're back after a little... Uh, you, missed, you missed oh, yeah, the show. Miss you missed a lot. You missed arguments. Oh, really? You missed me losing $50. How'd you lose 50 bucks? Well, I said Juan Toscano Anderson was going to win <laughs> a sixth man of the year at any point in his career. Yeah. Thinking that he was a bright young player in the Warriors oh, system. Oh, I see that on the table. He is 29 years old. I thought... Um, I thought you had more time on that bet. I thought I had a lot of time on <laughs> oh, that bet. Okay. Um, but <laughs> nope. Alas... Uh, Lost 50 bucks. Yeah, but let's start with the Warriors. They're yeah. going back to the NBA Finals. Uh, Clay Thompson had seven threes in Game 5. They beat the Mavericks 4-1 in the series. And, dude, I cannot see a situation where either the Heat or the Celtics can beat the Warriors in a seven-game series. Tom did not like what I just said. I have a lot to say, yet I am on deaf ears because I don't have a microphone. Just yell into his. Hello, greetings. They can hear you from there. Okay, so basically, I I think uh, the Heat would have a better chance than the Celtics against the Warriors. Why is that? I believe that. Um, well, well, okay, that doesn't really answer the question. Do can either of those teams beat the Warriors? Yeah, I think the Heat can. Would they? They're barely yeah. beating the Celtics. It's well, they're, they're actually losing to the Celtics right now. To me, it all comes down so to let, let me uh, get whether or not the offense let, shows well, no, up. Because well, they have a very solid defense. I think they have the best defense. But let me get this straight. You believe the Heat can beat the Warriors. Yeah. But the Heat currently can't beat the Celtics. That might mean the Celtics can also beat the Warriors. And you believe the Celtics Warriors. can't beat but the Warriors? But you're telling us that I they don't. can't. Neither of these I teams believe <laughs> the Heat are better than the Celtics. Okay. You make no sense. I make some sense. If the Heat are so bad, much, teams can get up in a series sometimes. Eight so teams, much, eight seed. Okay, team there's a difference team. between You're getting up in a series. Privileges. There's a difference between getting up in a series and beating the team in the Eastern Conference Final. Oh, the Heat are actually winning by eight. Ah, <laughs> it's still early. Put it's, that game on. That's okay. We don't need that. Um, oh damn, that Mets game didn't continue from where I left off. Nope. Oh, so we're back in the ads. So they got an out, though. Um, is there a rain what? delay? No, they're... I have no idea. Okay. All right, what's next on the list? So the Warriors will take on the winner of the Heat Celtics. And again, the War- uh, Steph Curry in that series won the uh, Irvin Magic Johnson MVP award for the Western Conference. Yeah. I didn't know they named it after Magic. Well, yeah, the Western Conference is Magic, and the Eastern Conference, care to take a guess? Uh, is it Jordan? No. Is it Think more magic. Larry Bird? Yes, it is. Yeah. And the conference, like the team trophies, are named after players, too. So I believe the Western Conference trophy is the Oscar Robert Robinson trophy. Robertson? Tom? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sure the East is. Um, but this is, this is like a new, a, a very new thing. Like, this is the past couple weeks. And last night, you saw them bring in, like, nine different conference finals trophies for some reason, and they only presented one. Yeah. I don't understand what they were doing with the rest of them. Just in case. In case of what? Yeah, maybe you need them. Yeah. Those things are usually pretty Oh, ornamental. here you go. <laughs> Here's another one. Uh, okay, so you got the Larry O'Brien trophy. Do they give they one redesigned. to the team and stuff, too? Well, that's the team. The team gets the conference final trophy. Yeah. Maybe each player gets one? Each player gets a mini one, and nine is not enough for the entire team. Uh, no, and usually uh, they usually don't get many conference final trophies. Oh, only just the, NBA finals. the finals ones. All right, so the, it's the Bob Cousy trophy to the east and the Oscar Robertson trophy to the west. 
and they redesigned them. NBA new trophies. They did a kind of an overhaul on all their trophies. Did they touch the finals trophy? They did. They kind of like oh, modernized it a little bit. They gave it a little bit of a new base. Um, but you know your conference final trophy. Add a little more definition too on the uh, the strings. I just of what the basket. that it's. A you basket. just realized that's a ball falling into a basket. Yeah. Idiot. I don't watch the NBA. I don't either. No, but you've seen that trophy before. Yeah, but I mean, and now with the lines outlined, I could see it. Uh, just it's a bad design. I'm just at, yeah. I'm just curious. What did? It was just I mean, a that's, gold. That's the old one. They're still like faint. Yeah, but what did but you I, think that was? Just I, out of curiosity. I just thought it was a ball on like a pedestal. I don't know. Tom, Why not? Tom, don't nod your head. I used to think that like yeah. a decade ago. Um, yeah. That ball's also not going in. It's rolling in. No, it's a, it, that's hitting okay. the side of the rim. Please, that ball is going to hit the me. rim and bounce right back what, out. Kawhi's <laughs> bounced off the rim and went in. Yeah, but most of the time. There's no backboard, so it's just going to keep going. Oh, they also have trophies for division champions? Oh, I don't I don't like that. Now we're just handing out trophies. Like, I get the conference champion. I'm, I'm not even really sure if I'm a fan of these mini MVP trophies they're handing out. But, oh, man. I, what is... Well, everybody's got to get a trophy nowadays, so... The, the Sweetwater Clifton Trophy for the Atlantic Division Champions? Why Why do you need that? So you got the Nate Sweetwater Clifton Trophy for the Atlantic, the Wayne Embry Trophy for the Central, the Earl Lloyd Trophy for the Southeast. Why do we need these? No, you don't. The Southwest is the Willis Reed Trophy. Why is that one different? Why are these ones They're different? All different? They're all different. They all got a little bit of a different thing in it. Well, yeah, I think it's probably See? each conference is a piece of the basketball. Yeah. Um, each division. Each division, yeah. That's really stupid. There's no need for I think it's just because they're like, oh, I like how, the how idea we, there. Yeah. It, it was close to something but in I, that I, design. I feel like they're just like, oh, how can we fill up more trophy cases at these stadiums and stuff? And they're like, all right, how, let's how just do, like How do we give a trophy to a team like an Orlando Magic who can't win a real Yeah. Game? What? What are you To what are you be fair, at? I mean, teams hang banners for that kind of oh, shit. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So like. Yeah, I might as well get the trophy that well goes with give the banner. Them a trophy, yeah. <laughs> At least now you can be like, look, I have a trophy. We have so. a, it's not just a banner. We also have this trophy. It's this beautiful <laughs> trophy that they just made for us. What's next on the list? <laughs> next on the list, the Lakers finally hired a coach. Ah. Devin Ham. Ah. Yes, Where from the Milwaukee from? Bucks organization. Look at this man and go, hey, I know you had Giannis Antetokounmpo, but you wanted to come to a place that doesn't have Giannis Antetokounmpo and see really if you can do old. it. Really old. Really old LeBron James. James. <laughs> I don't think that makes that team any better. Might still well, I mean, I think off. it's still a personnel. Pro- I, you got to get rid of Russ. You yeah. have to get rid of Russell Westbrook. And from what Tom, I'm that seeing, was on the floor, by the way. <laughs> from what I'm seeing, teams won't take on the contract of Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Westbrook. Whoa. Unless you throw in a first-round pick to do it. And they're kind of scarce on first-round picks. Uh, they made a lot of big trades over the past couple of years. so Including Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Including Russell Westbrook. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough game. It's to tough. <laughs> it's a tough, <laughs> tough game to play. That's uh, okay. Yeah. It is what it is. There's only so much you can do. But... I mean, if you're going to take a player with a bad contract like that, well, it didn't really seem bad when they brought it on, but if you're – a player can regress, especially in his mid-30s. So, I – what's next? Next, uh, Zion has been cleared. Yeah, Zion Williamson is officially cleared for basketball uh, uh, activities without any restrictions. It's good. He can lose some weight. Oh, that's, that's Who that's are tough. you to fat shame? Yeah. 
Jeez. But yeah, I mean, he also get active. Yeah, I know. He could be a little more active. Stay around in the league. Yeah, that's that picture. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So you still think he's going to end up a Nick? I do. I I do. How long? When when is his contract up? So this, I think he's going to get traded. I I think this Pelicans thing is kind of a double-edged sword. Them getting them showing that they can, you know, compete in a series. They went six games against the Suns. Um, You've shown Zion that you're committed to winning, and that. If they had Zion Williamson, that series could probably be different. They might have actually had a chance to win. But you're also kind of putting the hint in your own mind, well, do we need Zion? Do we need Zion? <laughs> and that's nice. listen, that's a, that's an amazing thing to say for a team that won I think 37 games last season and somehow lucked their way into a first round matchup. But you know, you might feel like it's not another superstar piece that you need, like it's just some complementary pieces around Brandon Ingram, around Josh Art. No, CJ McCollum now. And maybe it's just a little bit different of a thought process. But no, I want he's cleared. Re- I want a Duke reunion. What, Zion Same. and RJ? Yeah. And Cam Reddish. Just honestly, just get the whole Duke like that year, like even the backups and everything. <laughs> just find them, sign them. Put them on the Knicks. Yeah, put them on the Knicks. Who knows? Maybe they'll win. It amazes me that he was cleared now because I remember a report saying that if the Pelicans had made it into the next round, he would have played. And cleared now. I mean, we're we're, we're a month removed. I'm sure he could still train now. He probably wasn't able to, like, do anything. Bro, I saw him doing those windmill dunks and warm-ups before those playoff games. Why? Uh, (laughs) You could have cleared him then and played him. Honestly, you— I understand he hadn't resumed five-on-five basketball activity that yet, but matter. I really think he could have played. Uh, who's in, what's next? It's the same game, honestly. Next up, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on right now on our screen, the Celtics and the Heat. Mm, so this is interesting because if you watch the last Heat game, they couldn't get any offense going. They looked like they were dead in the water with this series coming back to Boston for a game six. And listen, I, I know – Draymond Green said it last night. He said he believed they were going to play the Celtics in the next round. Listen, before today, I would have said I thought you were going to play in the Celtics in the next round too because I did not think the Heat had anything in them to go into Boston and win a game. They're currently up nine with 13.2 seconds left in the third quarter. Celtics have looked good the last minute and a half, though. Yeah. Block shots, but, fast breaks. But that gap is still... It's a whole quarter. It's all about... White comes to the line, but... Yeah, it's a whole quarter. It's a whole quarter. It's a whole quarter. All you need is one good run. You're up And that's two. the way this has been this series. It's it's been teams getting going. If the Heat win this game, you got to imagine Tyler Hero makes every effort to play in game 7, which would definitely give them a much needed boost on the offensive side of the ball. No, he did not play tonight. Oh. He's been out the entire I, I believe he's been out since like game 2 or game 1. The Celtics this feels like a missed opportunity if you don't close out this game. Because the team's going to get stronger, and either of these teams, if it goes to either, these teams are going to be dead tired walking into one of the best offensive teams in the NBA in the Golden State Warriors in the next round. They have to fly across country to San Francisco because Golden State has home court advantage. I, I, I don't see a way either of these teams take game one or two. I really don't see a way either of these teams beat the Warriors in the finals, nope. especially if they have Clay clicking the way he is. Steph, Steph hasn't even been... Steph has been good in spurts. He hasn't been great over the course of an entire series. And it's still enough to beat these teams to blow them out of the water. I feel like it's good. Like, he doesn't have to be, like, that guy. Yeah. Like, he, he Like, when he was a little bit younger, like, he could have, like, obviously they had Clay also making threes, but he didn't have to make. He made seven last night. Yeah. Right. 
He didn't have to, but either way, Clay, I mean, uh, Curry didn't have to make like 10 threes no. to get them to win. No, it's not reliant on Steph Curry. It's spread which around. Which the last the playoffs, two years, without Clay, without Draymond, you saw Steph Curry trying to basically will his team to wins. Basically will them to the play-in round last year. Couldn't get anything past that because you cannot do it with one player. What's next? Next on our list, we're switching gears. We're going over the MLB. We only have one story. It's the new Rockies jerseys. Okay, yeah. I so the MLB Connect jerseys, this is the newest uh, phase of them. My only gripe is I wanted a little bit more purple. Yeah. I understand the green on the mountains for well, the do you wilderness. Know what, do you know what that is? The trees. It's, no, but like it's literally their like license plate. It looks what, like, the it, Colorado the col- it looks like the Colorado license plate. I saw a picture oh, it of it does? earlier. Yeah. That's a little cooler. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. But I would still like some purple. Just hints here and there, you know? No, I agree. Um, I mean, this goes with the Chicago one, which I thought was good. I like the Miami Marlins one. Yeah, me too. The red with the with the, uh, the blue, lightish like blue. blue and the white pinstripes. I didn't mind the Nationals one. No, I, I like them. Uh, How many teams are oh, getting this? No, the Red Sox, it's just not. I think every the yellow one. They have the yellow one. Oh, yeah. From last year. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, the I mean, a lot of people from Boston like it. It represents what? Like the Boston I think it's transit or something, I believe. I or, the I mar- or the marathon or something. And Listen, I understand the local thing, but you're the Red Sox. Yeah. You shouldn't be wearing yellow and blue. Yeah. No. That's just. I love the uh, Arizona ones, Serpentines. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind them. Um, Houston, the Space City Astro yeah, ones I like. Awesome. Especially the hat. I want one of those hats. You want the hat? The, the pants with the number on the pants is different. I like A that, lot though. of teams don't do that. It's interesting. I'm a fan of the Giants ones. Me too. I saw. I really thought there them. was a missed opportunity um, because I had thought of a design for this where it was they did incorporate the Golden Gate Bridge, but it would be the Golden Gate Bridge across the chest mm. with, you know, the clouds at the bottom and everything. Yeah. It said Giants, like, across the top of the Golden Gate Bridge. That would cool. So they went with just the G with the outline of the Golden Gate Bridge, yep. uh, which isn't bad. I mean, it's it's a little plain compared if you compare it to the rest oh, of yeah. the Connect jerseys. Um, but the logo is very nice. I yeah, and well I like done. how it's like faded halfway through. And I like the Golden Gate Bridge. I, on I like the sleeves. The sleeves. Yeah. yeah, the sleeves really do make it. And every team is getting one of these. Yeah, and I know the Yankees are a little bit uh, down the road. What the hell are they gonna do? I and and you can't send them out there without pinstripes, and they're already. Well, they've done that before. What? Uh, oh, they have the black ones, right? They have no, not the black ones. They have the white ones that are just the old white ones with no oh, pinstripes. No the pinstripes yeah. didn't come, I believe, till the early twenties. Yeah, there were Yankees jerseys before that without pinstripes. It's just been so long, though. Just don't so do. What any, are you gonna do? Don't, Brooklyn, don't do anything. Brooklyn? Don't touch it. Just don't touch it. Why I wouldn't be the Brooklyn. Uh, sorry, Bronx. I think you do. You probably say the Bronx on it if you think Bronx about it. Bronx bombers or something. I'm thinking, what about just reverse it? Blue with white pinstripes. That'd be cool. Like that would be kind of an homage to the Highlanders days when they wore the dark blue jerseys. I was about to say that. That would remind me of the. Uh, I kind of like that. The old ones that said NY. Blues, yeah. yeah. I had a. I have a G- Jeter jersey like that. A lot of people shitting on this Royals jersey. I kind of like it. I think that's clean as shit. Yeah. I kind of I don't like the end of the sleeves where it's white. Oh, I love that the striping. I, yeah, yeah, I think that's like old I think the striping. I like the clean. logo. I think that looks cool. It referenced to the fountains in Kansas City. Yep. 
I love that R. I'm not a big fan of the KC. No, but the, the R, R with the crown. With the crown really yeah, cool. I really like that. Cleveland, uh, Wrigleyville? No, I love that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of that too. This is. I think it's this good for baseball. This is very. I mean, after anti-baseball for everything oh, they've stood yeah. for. I mean, after the freaking the what was it two years ago the player jerseys. That was the first step into this, but once Nike got the contract, you knew. Were, you knew that they were going to do add some flavor because oh, yeah. you have the NHL finally getting into this um, with you know different jerseys and everything, and mm-hmm. now you got the uh, MLB diving into it. What else we got here? Uh, the Los Dodgers jerseys. I'm not a huge fan. The, I thought there was just too much going on on the hat. Yeah, I also think that they're essentially the same thing as their blue. Uh, yeah, I think they should have went to a black jersey. Yeah, but a lot of people with the Colorado one since it came out today, they're they don't like the hat. Did what's you see that? I didn't really see what's oh. on the hat. I, I don't mind it. I also like the patch on the side of the jersey. Mm. Did you see that as well? I don't think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Reference to Colorado plates. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Should have went back to the turn ahead of the clock. Oh, right the there, socks. Right the there. socks are sick too. Oh, those are nice. See, there's your right purple. There. Which which one? Where are you? Right. Your mouse is hovering. This one. Over oh no, but you really can't hat. see the hat. Just zoom in. No, but there's one where they show. Like just the hat. Ju- and the hat right and and the patch on the jersey. Is that that yellow patch on his? Uh huh. Yeah, I that's don't. Dope. I don't mind yeah, I think, that. Hat. I think that's pretty cool, honestly. With, you got the colors on the outside, you know, the flag of. You got a purple mountain. On Colorado. There. Yeah, you get a purple mountain on the hat. Like I see. Like you see, just where the the peaks are, like just just a tinge of purple. I thought would yeah. be good. I like how the swoosh is purple. I know a lot of people don't like the swoosh, but uh. Everybody's gonna stop complaining. They have the contract. What are honestly, they gonna do? Not put honestly, their and we're logo acting like it? the jerseys before didn't say majestic on them. Yeah, they really, did. They did. That's the patch. What is that a reference to? Um, so well, mile high, lad oh, mile okay. high of yeah. the stadium. I I don't. Is that the stadium? Oh, now I gotta find out. <laughs> I thought it was probably their highest peak. Oh, uh, could have been. Could be that. Could too. be either one. I mean, I was thinking stadium. These are so. You know, focused in on the area. Yeah, all right. Okay, yeah, Welcome so to Colorful Colorado. It says that on the pants, too. That's, oh, that's cool. Sick. Um, the purple stripe for the stripe around the the top concourse, it looks like, of the seats. Yeah, they, it's just like the other. The, the, like font, the, the font is the same font from the license plate. Yeah. And the Colorado is the same font from the Colorado and the license plate, so I think it's pretty cool. Here's the patch. Uh, let's see if we can get an explanation on the patch. I saw it go up. I think it was in one of the those three paragraphs there. I'm just going to search patch, see what we can get. The Rockies primary CR patch appears on... Okay, no, so that's the logo patch. Uh, a yellow oh. square patch modeled after the signs shown on ski hills. Okay. Two black diamonds indicating the highest difficulty hill in honor of the fearless spirit that embodies all who reside here. Are placed above a fi- uh, 5280, the elevation feet that Denver, the Mile High City, resides above sea level. Yeah, it's the coordinates of, the, of, course, of course Field. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's sick. Like that, I mean, just little shit like oh, that. Yeah. I, that's a nice touch. It. Now, who else is getting jerseys this year? Because this isn't the last one. No. Yeah, they've been slowly releasing them as they go. Yeah, they usually do like one a which month, makes no which sense, is what they did last like, year as well. I feel like you'd want teams to be using them this year, right? 
Well, they're going to use him this year. Yeah, but if they haven't, re- like, you want to have them in as many games as possible. Yeah. Uh, seven teams this year getting them. Might have been. To say the Boston Red Sox dropping the blue, and, like, that was already. I really hope the Yankees don't do anything like that. I think that every team's eventually getting it, whether it no, be no, this I year mean, or. No, no, I mean, like, what the Red Sox did, where oh, they just yeah. completely uh, went. So nah, we got well, the well, that's the thing. It's. That's the Yankees. The Rockies, Astros, Royals, Angels. I think the Angels are going to be cool. The Brewers, Padres, Padres probably going to be nice too. And the Nationals. Okay. Like the, the Angels like, are going to go like full halo on the jersey. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. I'm excited to see those uh, Brewers ones too. So if they did seven teams a year, that means the Yankees would be either next year or the year after probably. Yeah. Maybe you I do just like hope they skyscraper. Don't... I and it's, oh, that would be the cool. Mets get that's what, yeah, that, well, that'll probably be around when the Yankees get one, but it'll probably be right at the same yeah. time. Uh, but I don't know what either of them would really do. In fact, like, they'll probably unveil it in a Subway Series game. Well, I'm going to tell you what the Mets are going to do. I could see like I'm going to ba- tell Brooklyn you exactly Dodgers. what the Mets are going to do. What? The Mets jerseys are going to say Queens on them. Yeah, no two ways about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, true. Going to say Queens across, probably a Q here in the Mets font. Yeah, or your hat's going to be a Q. And then uh, your numbers will be probably the same font as the subway. Probably. Something along those lines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And definitely have something with the seven line on it. Color of your jersey, I don't think there's a way to really know what the color would be because, no, but these teams are going outside what their normal colors are. Yeah. That's true. I I think. We already have a black jersey. Probably orange would be the way to go. Yeah, I would think it would be. But uh, I wouldn't, like, count out, like, a darker shade of blue or anything like that. Yeah. And the Yankees, you know, it's just... I like the skyline idea. That's cool. The buildings? Yeah, for the Yankees across yeah, the chest. I mean, the Yankees... S- I mean, if the Mets are going to say Queens, the Yankees are going to say the Bronx. Yeah. I don't want that. You don't like that? No. <laughs> Tom Jacob has had two. I think it should, be, I think it should say Bronx Cause, Bombers. Because the Yankees are New York's team. <laughs> You're acting like they're not, like... Obviously, they are. But every other team, like every other city that like, has a team, like... Like, Chicago has two teams. You're not going to have them do shit like that. Like what? Well, he wants them to be, like, I don't know, different. What? I'm not asking for them to be different. I'm asking for them not to say the Bronx across well, the chest. Well, no, I, I think you're going to lose that. Yeah. I just think Because if we're look. following the template of a two-team city, like Chicago, the White Sox says the south side because they play on the south side of Chicago. No, they I have Wrigleyville and, and because Wrigleyville on the other one. the area. I don't like that. The only one that it's didn't good. follow that mold is the Dodgers. Low style. If well, you count the Angels as part of the area. Yeah, I know. It's not really. Are there any other two-team cities? Uh, well, I guess you can't really. Uh, I wouldn't count Texas and Because they're not two-team cities. Um, <laughs> That's why I wouldn't count them either. Dude, a lot of baseball purists fucking hate it. Well, I love it. This. I love the jerseys. Fuck it. Expand. Make the game shorter. Yeah. Well, shorten the season. What does that have already have to do with the, it? What does jerseys? These Fuck have been everything. the fastest games like, out of the last like, four years. Good. It's because they're yeah. figuring shit out. Yeah. Zach. That's what I'm saying. It's, uh, what the act, pitchers act put act sticky shit back on the baseballs. <laughs> I also, I have a Lower the mouths while you're at I thought of a good plan that these pitchers should start doing. You'll lather the catcher's glove. In something sticky. They don't catch. They don't check. They the don't catch the catcher. And then you're throwing it at 100 miles an hour to the glove, so something's gonna rub off. <laughs> the funniest ones are when Yadier Molina would pitch because this happened on several occasions. He would take a ball in the chest protector and it would stick to him. Yeah. And he'd be like looking yep. around, like, dude, it's, it's right there. Come on. <laughs> what, Tom? 
I, I have a problem with the thing Zach just said. What? Okay, so you lather up the catcher's glove. Yeah. How much? And then the ball hits the glove and right. is then covered Listen in that. So the ball's then covered in that I'm stuff. Not, all right. So then you throw it back to the pitcher, it which anyway. is then into his glove, and then they'll go check the pitcher and his glove and eject the pitcher. Hey, he's not gonna catch it barehanded. Yeah. Well, <laughs> depends on what you're putting on the Listen, glove. Listen, if a if a pitcher starts catching barehanded, I might be more inclined to check that pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What else we genius. got? You're not a genius. <laughs> what else we got? I wish New Jersey There's, had a team because I think those who connect jerseys for New Jersey would be pretty fucking cool. But they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know the Jackals. Yeah. Oh, thank, that's all you get. Thank God, the New Jersey Jackals. <laughs> Little indie ball gonna come out with Nike. You connect jerseys. <laughs> completely violate every jersey contract they have and get ah. sued by Nike because ah. they're not actually have the license to do it. Ah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next on our list, we're switching over to the NFL now. We have Colin Kaepernick. Back in the news because the Raiders are giving him a workout for some gave reason. Gave him a workout. He worked gave out. Gave him a workout. Did well. For some reason. Still has the arm strength. Still has not gotten signed. For some though. reason, dude, he's better than some of the quarterbacks in this league right now. Yeah, oh, but yeah. not the Derek Carr. Oh, no, no, no. He's no, not going no, there he'd to be, be a starter. there to be the backup. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, um, he said he would become a Their backup backups right now because they lost Marcus Mariota yeah. to uh, Atlanta. Well, right. but they got Stidham. Yeah, and, uh, I, exactly. They got Jared Stidham and they got one more guy and I forget who it was. Uh, really quick, it just popped in my mind. What? Um, I could really see the Mets jersey having an apple on it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it's definitely going to have an apple. Mm-hmm. The big apple. Well, you're in Queens. <laughs> that could yeah. be the hat. Like, come on. That could be the hat. That could like be that. the hat. hat is probably going to be the apple for the Mets. And then there might be a little NY in the Or apple. a Q. Yeah. Queens. You're yeah. Queens. It, it probably would be a Q. I, I wouldn't think, like the I don't Q. think it's going to be. You wouldn't like a I Queens jersey? I, w- I wouldn't mind the Queens across the chest. But I like, think if on the, the hat, it. I Nobody's had a, a fucking Q. I think if the Yankees, had O's. Yeah, well, who would who would have a Q? Think of a Mets font Q. <laughs> Mets, Queens, Jersey. Let's see if anybody came up with a concept. No. No. Yeah. 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 Something like that. That's what you're going to get. But that's a real Jersey, as it? No, at? that's a custom. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, look at that orange and blue Mets. That's that was their uh, uh, their player jersey. Yeah, yeah. That's rough. A uh, player weekend, or you get some shit like this. Darren Helm just scored with five seconds left, and the Avalanche are gonna win, huh? Darren Helm, two thousand eight Stanley Cup yeah, winner. Darren, Darren, Darren Helm. Helm yes. The guy I bet last night I had yeah. fifty cents on to score an overtime goal. Yeah, because he was plus five thousand. Yeah, you gotta stop betting. You really As Oilers. Darren Helm. You have a problem. This is your intervention. Darren Helm. <laughs> Darren fucking Helm. Ends the Blues season. Darren fucking Helm. Da- I- he- he's like 40 years old. He took a slap shot. Did you see... Wait, uh, what are we on? Oh uh, Well, right now we're on Colin Kaepernick, but hang on. Did you see... Abs Oilers? No. No. Did you see Mike Smith let that goal in from like oh, yeah, the other fucking yeah, circle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell was he that? He lost it in the crowd. No, he it. didn't. He got it above the glass. Well, Stop we'll, it. We'll talk about that in a second. They won right. that game, so that's why we don't talk about it as much. Because that would have been the uh, that that tied the game. That's ridiculous. But we don't talk about that. So Colin Kaepernick working out for the Raiders. Yeah, I think a team's gonna sign him. Just not the Raiders. Just not the Raiders, because the Seattle Seahawks have said they could put him for a workout later on in the offseason. Um, I have no faith in Drew Locke. I have no faith in Geno Smith. I, I why not roll Colin in, Kaepernick out? In Colin Kaepernick, who hasn't played in however Yeah, but years. I've seen Locke and 
Geno. There's no unknown there. Yeah, but Kaepernick the, is a little bit of unknown. As the Seahawks, do you really want Kaepernick to come in and go eight and eight? Possibly. Well, if, the, if this year's gonna be a wash anyway. Why not let Geno Smith bring your team to like hey, two and eight and eight might be enough to make the playoffs. Or eight yeah, and but why would you? Uh, in their situation, nine, you'd rather get the draft pick, throw in Geno Smith, let him run the team into the ground. Oh, definitely. Take That's the what draft I'm saying. Definitely. Yeah. From a fan's point of view, definitely drive it into the ground. But I don't think Pete Carroll, want, at seventy-two years old, wants to drive this fucking thing into the ground. <laughs> Pete Carroll doesn't, but the Seahawks, as an organization, should. Oh, definitely. Because there's no reason. Like, you have no I think reason right it's now. It's a better thing if, like, Carolina were to sign him. Because yeah. they drafted a quarterback this year late. All that. They're in cap hell as it is. A rebuild A rebuild a is right around the corner. Let him, let him start because he's better than Sam. Listen, Paul. if he can come in and he can play, whatever. More power to you. But... But Just if I'm if somebody I'm a team, who hasn't played in however if, if many I'm years, if I'm a team now, contending, like it's been six, I would want a veteran quarterback back there, like behind my guy. Yeah, somebody who I know can pick up the playbook probably pretty simply. Like, let me give an example. Denver behind Russ, and yeah. I've I've heard that with Kaepernick, if the Raiders were to sign him, they would use him in a Marcus Mariota type role. A Taysom Hill type role. Yeah, use him as he like would come in and be your mobile quarterback. <laughs> Which, if he still teams, has his yeah. speed, he could still do. Whichever. Yeah, but that's the big Which question. We don't know it's, about, yeah. Again, it's been six years. Yeah. It's really hard to judge. I mean, I haven't. You know, no one's seen him yeah. play really, other and than a there couple was no, scouts. There's in that no one video, video out of this workout yeah. from the other day. So, well, you know what's ridiculous is that he was offered to play in what was the USFL or the XFL, and he yeah. said no. Which, well, like, that's fair enough. Though. No, because if he would have played and he would have shown that he could actually still play, like more teams would have looked. Yeah, at him. but yes, look at how those other leagues side, went. If he would have played and played, and like he would have done. Poorly, yeah. that's the end of your career. True. You might as well have your last. But if he's that, if he's you might as well have your last Taraco out in the, in in the, the National Football League. Yeah. Which and he seems that confident that he could run a team to a, a Super Bowl. So I don't know why, in well, with that much confidence, why you wouldn't just say, "All right, I'll play." F-. And also, he was in a Super Bowl. I think he could handle. Oh yeah, he probably could. He probably could. He definitely could. Well, he definitely could. I, I think he could walk out yeah. on an XFL field. Oh, definitely. He was asking for millions but, of dollars. But, serviceable. But that was the a issue. A backup quarterback in this league makes $1 to $3 million. Do you really want to go out there for $2,500 a week to prove at that, risk of injury to prove and yeah. potentially fuck yourself out of that $1 to $3 million no, contract? Absolutely. To but, prove that you can still play after all this, I'd say yes. I don't think, I don't think he needs to do that. Tom's I think if he puts together a good enough camp. And a team is desperate enough for something, they'll sign him. And there's, I'd say there's been some pretty desperate teams in the last six years that just yeah. Didn't but take you know, a couple of years ago it was still a little bit all right, of a hot right, issue. Fine. The last two years, nowadays it's kind of getting there's a little more cool. There's still been some off. pretty desperate Have teams there? in the past two years. The that Jets? desperate? Other than other than Houston, the Jets were I really tanking on any. purpose, trying to get their quarterback, and then got their quarterback. Fine. Carolina. When they realized Cam Newton was well, they, garbage, they, they then they traded Sam for Sam Darnold. Darnold. Yeah. All right, Thinking and, we all got right, him. Guess what? He's garbage. Yeah. No, listen. It's definitely not a guy you're going to bring in midseason. No. no. It was somebody who would need an entire training camp. Yeah. Or an entire preseason. He would. Yeah. He would need a whole yeah, like. To he get would back have into to the sign him 
very That's soon. Thing too, so they, he can start. There were a few teams that probably could have like just signed him, see what he did in training camp, and, and then, then caught cut him, him if he yeah. needed to. I have no doubt he could like catch on to a practice squad somewhere. Oh, definitely. Oh, practice squad. Definitely. Yeah. I've seen practice squad play. And then you get elevated to the game day roster. I've seen practice squad players. It's only seen. like four minutes into this quarter. And, uh, and the Celtics uh, made it a three-point game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're five minutes in, by the way. Oh. What's next on the list? Next on our list, uh, Njoku agrees oh. to a four-year, $56.7 oh, yes. million dollar oh, yes. deal. The Cleveland Browns, who have the highest-paid tight end in Austin Hooper, or formerly highest-paid tight end he was at one point, uh, David Njoku, who requested a trade franchise tag, said he wasn't going to play under the franchise tag, has signed a four-year, 56.8, I believe is the exact money, million-dollar contract, with $28 million guaranteed. I don't know what the hell the Cleveland Browns are building. They still really don't have that good of a wide receiver. I know they got Amari Cooper, but you need another guy. They're I don't know really what they're banking. building. They're really banking on uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson this Donovan season. Peoples-Jones. No, not Donovan yes. Peoples-Jones. No, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Donovan Peoples. Stud. Great no. player. Certified He's, stud. He won, me, he won me a bet at plus 2,800 to catch a touchdown stud. once. That's He's about fantastic. it. Um, no, not Donovan Peoples-Jones. You're not winning Jack with Donovan Peoples-Jones as your number two receiver. That man, I've one. seen that man drop some crazy wide open balls yeah. well they also still have uh oh, oh my god his name. <laughs> baker and on the roster. What, are they, what are they gonna do with him what are you doing with they're baker? That's, that's the thing i'm wondering where they're getting this money like what you have two quarterbacks still, um, signed on the roster right now yeah you have two quarterbacks Unless, being paid starting quarterback money are yeah. you going to bench one of those players <laughs> I think, dude. I'll tell you. I think they're banking Baker, on Baker. Baker's not re- re- reporting to camp as oh, he shouldn't. I wouldn't no, either. I wouldn't. Fuck. But like, with what Cleveland did to him, I understand. Absolutely not. Cleveland with the mentality going, yeah. If Deshaun can't play, we'll start Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that sounds well and good. That actually sounds like a really good idea if you don't actually dive into the aspect of what the Cleveland Browns have done to Baker Mayfield over the past couple months, yeah. where they went out and go found another quarterback, basically right behind his back every time. We're not gonna go find another guy. And then they go find one. And it's, well, Deshaun Watson's available. Let's go get one. I. Mm. They should they should trade Baker. Where where should Baker be? You know what? Baker want, would be a good landing spot for Seattle yeah, if yeah. they want to be contenders. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Carolina and Seattle like have been the teams for them too, but it doesn't seem like they want it. I mean, you're talking the same exact thing in Carolina when it comes to financially bringing on another quarterback you're playing st- paying starting quarterback money cuz you're already paying Sam Darnold cuz you picked up his fifth year fucking yeah, option. Yeah, that's why you don't I don't think Carolina would be a good spot, but I think Seattle would be a great spot for Baker because I think they're in a little bit of a better position than Cleveland has been yeah. over the past two seasons. I It really seems like his ship has sailed when it comes to a trade this offseason. Uh, the same with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think we're going to have to go into the season, and if a starting quarterback gets hurt, that's how he gets moved. Which I'd be so pissed if I were him. Oh, just sitting and waiting? And then potentially having to come in cold? And luck- uh, luckily I would. he's getting paid, obviously. I would tell him just to fucking kick destroy and go with the third string. I'd just break Deshaun Watson's Well, leg. let's say he says he tells the Browns to kick rocks. Jacoby Brissett is under contract there. He'll be the backup quarterback. Yeah. And you get traded to a team week three. Okay, well, I haven't picked up a fucking football in a competitive setting since last season. Well, he can still train at home privately. 
Yeah, but that's, that's not, not like the training same. camp. Yeah. Like, I remember when Jimmy G got traded to San Fran, he needed like four weeks to get into a groove. I'm sure. That was just being a straight-up backup to Tom Brady. I'm sure the same thing will happen to Baker. What's next? Next, Lamar Jackson, for some reason, is not showing up at OTAs. Well, I'll give you the reason. It's optional. Yeah, still. And um, you should still show we're up. We're only talking about it because it's Lamar Jackson. Uh, Michael Strahan didn't show up to a day of optional participation in his life. Neither did Lawrence Taylor. Yep. Very different players. True. All-timers. I mean, he's still also bringing that also team to the playoffs. Also, just completely every, different every positions. Year. Well, Tom Brady doesn't go to optionals. Or didn't in New England. That's Tom fucking Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady say he's can this piss team. on the playbook and do whatever the fuck <laughs> he so wants true. on the field, and he's still going to win football games. I don't yeah. think there's a situation, unless I'm a player trying to crack a roster, I don't think there's a situation where I show up to optionals. Because, I mean, that is unless just it's extra first to get injured. Look. Again, a player trying um, to earn a spot on the roster. That or Tony this year where there's a new coaching Yeah, Yeah, that's one regime. too. If there was a new coaching regime. Like I mean, I'm a, sure that Lamar Jackson talked about it with Harbaugh. Oh, and I'm yeah. sure every they're on the same page and everything. I have no also, doubt in my mind like about that. It's not like he's not bringing these, this team to the playoffs, like what, the past yeah. three years? Yeah. Like, Celtics are up three He now. could do whatever he wants. You need to see him do it in the playoffs, though. But All right, but what does that have to that. do about a workout in May? Off-season training activities <laughs> or whatever it's called. And the Celtics, yeah, that was who? Tatum, who just hit a three to make the three-point wow. game? Celtics come all the way back and are now leading. Guess you can't build a team around Jimmy Buckets. You know nothing. That's what finals two years ago. That's what the security guard (laughs) at my work keeps yelling at me every time I walk in. He's like, does he listen to? He's like, what do you think about the game last night? This man is uh, just a heat hater for some reason. (laughs) He he really is. I was like, ah, you know. Jimmy Buckets just isn't that guy, I guess, in this series. <laughs> not him. And then he was not like, him. exactly, not Jimmy Buckets. I was like, all right. It's, it's, <laughs> that person. It's a good time. What's next? What's <laughs> next on this list? <laughs> next on our list, Michael Thomas says he's going to be ready by training camp. Uh, Slant Boy did not play a snap of football last year. Slant. <laughs> um, he doesn't need to. Listen, gives Jameis, I mean, listen, a wide receiver core of – Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, and who was the other one? Who'd they draft? Who did the Saints draft? They didn't draft Jameson Williams. That was the Lions, right? Yeah, Drake London. Was it Drake London? I think so. I mean, that is. Wait, isn't Drake London a Falcon? I have no idea. He's a Falcon. Olave? Chris Olave. I think that one's it. (laughs) Okay, that's Chris Olave. That's a pretty good wide receiver core. Yeah. Don't you mean Drew Brees' wide receiver nope, court? No, I do not. He is not coming <laughs> He's coming back. back. Nope. Why nope. would he? Why not? not Why would he? He said he was considering it. Yeah, probably not for the Saints. What? what? Go anywhere what? else. Who else would he come back for? The uh, Chargers. Yeah. Why? Run that shit. No. <laughs> Way back. Absolutely Just not. get rid of Herbert. Bring Phil, well, first it was supposed <laughs> to be Eli Manning that was going to take his base. job. Then it was Philip Rivers took his job. Yeah. Philip Rivers proceeded down. to be completely mid for his entire career. Didn't win anything. Didn't win. Kept shit. losing to Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Had absolutely no clutch gene. Yeah. Instead, we got Eli and two Super Bowls. I fucking love it. <laughs> Best trade the Giants ever made. But yeah, if you're a Michael Thomas fantasy owner, or plan to be this year. I mean, if he can, it's no secret. 
his best route is a slant route, short slant, and Drew Brees was so good at throwing it because he had a noodle arm, couldn't throw the ball more than 15 yards. Um, I don't know. That's the question about Jameis. He likes his gun. Yeah, I, I, I foresee a lot of balls bouncing off of uh, the chest plate and the chest protector of Michael Thomas as he tries to run that four or five yard slant, and, and Jameis Winston just fucking <laughs> Josh Allen like steps into one and guns that thing right between his fucking numbers. It's gonna be right Laser in his eye hands. surgery. Laser, he at, least it, at least it's he right in his say. chest. You got that wide receiver core. You have Alvin Kamara. That sounds good enough for like. Eight and nine to me, nine and eight. Camaro's got I'm good say games. eleven wins. Oh, I yeah. think he'll no, be. No, right. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nine and eight. You're not going to win the division. I'm no. eleven wins. But you could well, compete. Eleven wins. Let's oh, see how Jameis does. I want to see him on a full season. He looked really good up until he got hurt. You know how yeah. well he'd have to compete though to compete with Tom Brady in the Tampa. Bay Buccaneers. He's not going to compete with Tom Brady in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I still think he can make the playoffs. There's going to be one game from Jameis though, regardless. Where oh, yeah. he had like five, six picks. Uh, uh, well, oh, he didn't have yeah. one last year. Laser oh, eye surgery. Granted, he played like six games. Laser okay. eye <laughs> surgery. Off, off no picks. Size? That's enough of a sample size to just disregard the 30-30 year? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I played six games. He still threw, threw like 16 30. touchdowns, four or four picks. I, that's good enough. To, that's pretty good. This was a fluke. What was his uh, – what would he have in that 30 for 30 season? What did he have at six games? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Tony. Make your job <laughs> as hard as humanly possible. Yes. All right. So he had last season, I'm just saying, last year. He threw 14 touchdowns against three picks. Three picks. How the hell did they lose to Carolina? That's a good oh, question. right. That's when we thought Carolina was good. Yeah. When they yeah they didn't they start like three and zero, four and zero. All right. So the 30-30 year was 19. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Through six games. Okay. Well, the first touchdowns. the first game. No, that's interceptions on the right. The first game he had one touchdown, three picks, and then uh. two touchdowns, three picks, and then. You know, five touchdowns, four picks, yeah. and then nine touchdowns, five picks, and then uh, 11 touchdowns, five picks, and then here we go. <laughs> 12, 12 touchdowns, 10 picks. He threw five picks against Carolina. A Carolina That's, defense that in 2019 yeah. was not good nope. by any means. I remember he threw that interception against Atlanta right before the end of the fourth quarter, I believe it was. That cemented the 30 30. That's season. six games. Better than. Better than the 30-30 season. That's for sure. Okay. You know, he, like, hasn't been, like, great other years, too. Like, he went 19 This is all pre-laser eye surgery. Uh, oh, yes. evidence that yeah. you're giving me is <laughs> useless. Meaningless. He had surgery. He hasn't been able to show it yet because he got injured. He can see now. Yeah. He's a dangerous weapon. What happened in 2020 that he was playing in that playoff game? No, didn't. Injured. No, yeah, he had that one play oh, right. that he yeah, threw yeah, from yeah, the 50. 56 yards. Right. There was that one touchdown. Right. That they yeah, because they couldn't have Drew Brees throw that far downfield, yeah, so, so Jameis came in on a trick play where they ran him behind him in like the wide receiver position. That was just after the laser eye surgery, right? I. That was yeah. Because he got it during the 2020 COVID year. Jameis LASIK. Uh, he got it right before. He got it in February of 2020. Okay, so yeah, he would have had yeah, it for that playoff game later that year. And he had one play, and it was a bomb downfield. People on a also dime ask, why does Jameis Winston squint? <laughs> FSC, I mean, I mean, you can kind of trace his problems back to college. This is from November sixth, two thousand thirteen. Memorial Day saying flash, so. that Jameis Winston squints because he doesn't wear his contacts. <laughs> Bro, you playing? Gosh. Granted, granted. That blurriness was good enough to get him first overall, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. 
but why wasn't he wearing his goddamn contacts? You'd think the guy that's trying to throw the ball to other Pick people. something out in the room. I'll let you know that I can see it. Pick it out, anything. <laughs> Legendary comment. Bro, you can't see it. He was yeah, saying he could read out. it. Pick something out. Pick something out. I love Jameis Winston. He's so funny. Basic surgery. <laughs> All right, what's next? Next on our list, we're moving over to the NHL, our last topic of the night, and we're talking about the playoffs first. Mm, so, yeah, we just had some more clarity, as we announced a couple seconds ago. Um, the Colorado Avalanche defeating the St. Louis Blues 3-2 in Game 6. And, of course, the big guns for Colorado. I say that sarcastically. Score in Game 6. JT Comfort nets a pair. And Darren Helm, old-ass Darren Helm, who was a Stanley Cup champion in 2008. That's the game winner. For the Colorado Avalanche, they will move on. They will take on the team that won last night. The Edmonton Oilers defeated the Calgary Flames in their Game 5 matchup. Now we can talk about Mike Smith and that god-awful goal he allowed. Listen. What was that? Hey, listen, he said he lost it in the crowd. I don't care. And the best part was, after it went in, he, like, turned and, like, tried to blame somebody. He was looking down the ice like, Like, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) You are standing in front of the net, sir. This is your only job. You see puck, you stop puck. That is literally the only reason you're here. (laughs) That man was on the other side of the goddamn ice. He was the other circle, and he just yeeted it. I'm pretty sure he was dumping that puck, and it went in. Listen, man. Mike Smith is an adventure. Watch. Watch. He's dumping it. And it's in the net. What is that? (laughs) The best thing is him complaining. What are you... Oh, listen. You live by Mike Smith. You die by Mike Smith. (laughs) There, There were several times throughout uh, it's not giving me the one video i wanted but i sent something to tom earlier today um you, you don't he's an old-fashioned goaltender he's probably the last one of these guys left that still plays kind of a stand-up game in net and loves to play the puck you live by this you die by this it's just it's just the way it goes there's mike smith facing the wrong way playing goal but here, this is last night in a 4-4 game. He comes out and plays the puck. It's 4-4 in an elimination game. He comes out and plays the puck, oh plays God. it on the backhand, right to the stick of Blake Coleman, oh who did ring it off the pipe because he is left-handed, not right-handed. But, like, what are you doing? He's not a great goaltender by any means. He's been above average this playoff, clearly. Edmonton is going to the Western Conference Final. you got to do that with a better-than-average goalie, to say the least. I'm concerned, to say the absolute least, for Oilers fans, knowing the skill that Nathan McKinnon possesses. Seeing what Nathan McKinnon did on his hat-trick goal in Game 5 to Vili Husso was crazy. I don't know the things that Nathan McKinnon is going to do to Mike Smith. Mike Smith... Should be ashamed of himself <laughs> for his play. I I understand, like, above average, playoffs, whatever. This man is riding on Connor McDavid oh, and Leon Dreisaitl's coattails, and it is very obvious. He's had some good games. What's his, what's his uh, goals against this season? All right. His playoff? Yeah. Um, it's loading, but, you know, I'm just saying, Connor McDavid has 26 points. 
So so does Leon Dreisaitl, which is crazy. That is in a, in one playoff. All right. Um, just fucking. His ridiculous. goals against is a two seven. His save percentage is ninety two percent. Okay. He's got two shutouts. Okay. <laughs> That's not that bad. Um. He wasn't great in the Flame series, but he did post a game where he had a ninety seven percent save percentage. Is that a, a seven hundred right there that yeah. I see? Yeah, that was mm. the only game they lost, and perhaps the only thing that. You know, is interesting and astounding to say that Mike Smith, who hasn't historically hasn't played well in big time situations, they got swept by Winnipeg last year in the playoffs. Yeah, he was outdone by Jacob Markstrom, who in the first game it was his worst game. Seven eight seven eight. That was the only game they won. Seven hundred versus seven eight six. There was no goaltending in that okay. game. Wait, was that the fifteen goal game? Yeah, Mike Smith was pulled. Oh, man, it was nine six, and Calgary wouldn't win another game in the series. Jacob Markstrom did not post a ninety or better save percentage in any game. That's rough. If you're looking for a reason why the Flames lost, look at your goalie who led the league in shutouts this season. We ta- touched on this last podcast. He's good against every other team. It's only against Edmonton. Yeah. Well, I mean, Edmonton will do that to you. Yeah. And that's the only reason I think Edmonton might have a chance against Colorado because their offense is just so fast-paced and so down your throat the entire game. Like, in a seven-game series against Dallas, he allowed two, five, six, seven, ten, eleven goals in seven games. Wow. In a five-game series against the Edmonton Oilers, he allowed six... 11, 15, 19, 24 goals in five fucking games. Edmonton will do that He too. went from a 1.5-ish goals against average to a 4-point-something. <laughs> it's crazy. Crazy. And now we get McDavid versus McKinnon, which is just awesome. drugs <laughs> for hockey. And like it's a shame Colorado plays defense as well as they do. I really wish they didn't because you would have twenty goal games every game. I, I don't know. I wish I, know. I wish Colorado had the defense level that Edmonton has. Teams teams even have good defenses, but then they play the Oilers, and then their defense yeah. just disappears. So I think we could see this. A the Avalanche thing struggled happening. with St. Louis. I don't think. I think. The winner of the Hurricanes Rangers series, which we'll touch on in a second, I think whoever they win, whoever wins, loses to Tampa in the next round. Yeah, I just think that's how it is, and I think Tampa beats any of these Western Conference teams. Oh no! Yep, three P. Oh, definitely. I think the Oilers actually have a better shot than Colorado to win it against Tampa, just because uh, Connor McDavid can flip the switch and be the best player on the planet. And is that enough to beat Andre Vasilevsky enough to win a seven game series? I don't know. If he does I that, so. I'd say it's a 50-50 shot. If Connor McDavid wins the Stanley Cup, does he retire an Oiler? Well, remember we were talking, how much longer is Connor McDavid going to put up with this shit? <sighs> and now they're in the Western Conference Final, led by a goalie who hadn't won a playoff game coming into this playoff since, like, 2020. Lost, like, eight straight. Who last went to the Western Conference Finals in 2012 with Phoenix. That's crazy. Back in. Just... Two shutouts in the first round. Didn't play well against Calgary. Still made it. Here we go. Co- bring on Colorado. Do you think winning the cup gives him a reason to walk away? Who? Connor McDavid. From the game? 
No, from Edmonton. No. Now you think, think it that makes, makes him, him stay. cements him Oh, yeah, I think that keeps him where he is. Like, we were looking for reasons throughout the course of the season, especially during the bad time when they fired their head coach in December. We were looking for reasons to get Connor McDavid the hell out of Edmonton. And then Jay Woodcroft comes in, and here they are. Yeah. Four wins away from the Stanley Cup final. You know? It's amazing how that works. <laughs> Big St. Louis Blues vibes from that year they – Fired their coach, brought the guy in, and they won. January. Yeah. They, they went on that 10-game run streak. Or, whoa, win streak. Yeah. Who's next? What's next? Rangers-Canes. Yeah, so that game, I mean, it's the same fucking thing as the first Hurricane series. Neither team can win a, a road game. It Neither team. It's baffling. It's I, I don't think it's – at this point, I think it's just Carolina. I, I Yeah. It's can exactly turn like it on at home. And then just Carolina disappears uses on the road. Their bu- building crazy to their advantage, and they just cannot win a road game for the life of them. Yeah, I think it's that's, wild. I think that's really all it what is. What was their road record during the regular season? Not this bad. That's a good question. They have won zero games on the road. This playoffs, well, the playoffs, they, yeah, but they on regular held, season, they held the Rangers to like eighteen or nineteen shots, uh, which is their lowest of the playoffs. Their lowest all year was seventeen against New Jersey. A game that they won. But, you know, the Rangers often get a lot of shots on that. So you want to know – I think the NHL standings will give me that. You want to know Carolina's road record? Road record for this past season. I know they were very good at home. They usually are. And granted, they're doing all this with their backup goalie. This is not uh, Freddie Freddie Anderson in that, yeah. So on the road, the Hurricanes were 25-12-4. Versus at home, they were 29-8-4. They lost 20 games in regulation all season. That's. I think this might be a playoff thing. <laughs> I think it's exactly what it is. I mean, they far and away had the best goal differential in the Metropolitan Division with a plus 76. I, I will say, though, it probably is. Although, the, who'd they play before this? Dallas. Uh, no, they played Dallas. Boston. Boston. They won that series, but I feel like it's hard to play in both Boston and in mm-hmm. MSG. So I feel well, like I'm gonna tell you something. If they win this series, then for a rude awakening, what's well, like going down to Tampa? Yeah, yeah. playing the best goaltender in the world. Well, I, I'm talking more like the He's atmosphere. He's talking the crowds. Oh, yeah, it, same with the atmosphere. Yeah, same thing. Okay. Or MSG let's have Andre Vasilevsky come to your building, who, <laughs> and he doesn't give a shit about atmosphere. Yeah, no. This man hasn't lost a playoff series since 2019. That's insane. It's ridiculous. He'll come in there and he'll just shut you out. He does not care. He did it in Toronto. He did it in fucking granted, Florida. It was Toronto. Oh, granted, Toronto. The atmosphere is still atmosphere. I, all right, but Toronto's atmosphere. But he's is done it. Than he's done it in. Yeah. Trying to think, like where they actually played because the last couple of years it's been tough with who's in the building. The Islanders did it on Long Island. Yeah. Did it at Nassau Coliseum of all places. Like it. It. Yeah, nothing gets to care. him. Nothing gets to him. Nothing. The only, the only atmosphere that's gotten to him is in Columbus. Do you think the Rangers come back and win this series? I think they win this game. I, again, I don't think you can beat them in Carolina. Didn't they do it in the first series? No, Carolina's seven and zero at home. No, I'm seeing. Oh I'm yeah, seeing I the just, yeah. They won in Pittsburgh, I think, twice. But they that's not that. the same. Yeah, Carolina hasn't yeah. lost a game at home. Uh, it's got to end playoff. eventually. I mean, they've only allowed like three goals at home. Rangers win the Stanley Cup. We got anything else on that list? Yeah, Brad Marchand is out for uh, uh, six, six months, months with a hip, hip surgery. Injury. Tom Wilson out four to or six to eight months with ACL surgery yep. and injury. You don't really see a lot around hockey. 
Although there has been an uptick in recent seasons. I know Sammy Blay tore his ACL this season. I thought Jimmy Vesey did it earlier this season, but he came back. Um, yeah, so that's two very gritty guys in the <laughs> Eastern Conference out of the lineup. And I'd say it's harder for Marshawn coming back. You know, he's getting up there in age. Hip injury is never something easy to come back from. ACL, we've seen a lot of full recoveries around sports over the last couple of years. Tom Wilson's still on the younger side. But, you know, Marshawn, it's, you're coming into the home stretch of your career here. And hip injury is tough. It's tougher yeah. for goalies than it is for a regular everyday skater, but hip injury is tough. So that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, every episode of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. We will see you again on Tuesday where we will break down the NBA Finals because we will have the series by then, definitely. I, I'm not sure what the score is right now of that Celtic game, but it was getting damn close. The Celtics down Ooh. four with 12 seconds left, so the Heat are going to force a game seven. The Miami Heat are going to force a game seven, barring something absolutely insane here in these final 12 seconds. So we will see you on Tuesday for an episode of Too Many Men. Bye, everybody.